So I'm sitting here in my room and I'm listening to all my previous episodes to see what I've gone over so far. And my youngest walks in and says, Mom, are you talking about Bob? I'm like, well, yeah. Well, Mom, don't forget to mention how he'd come after us if we stuck up for our brother. And don't forget all the flowers. He always got you flowers when you guys got into an argument. Don't forget the book. And all the times he took you out to eat to the, like, extra fancy dinners when you weren't getting along. And then later on, he would rub it in your face. Now, my boy is nine years old. And I kind of forgot about those things. And he's right. He did. Now, I've said it before. We, we didn't really fight. I mean, we did, but we didn't. I'd let him be right, and I would keep my mouth shut, and I did damage control in my own way with my children and my friends, you know, just to keep the peace. We just let Bob have his way. In the meantime, I would get flowers, and we'd go out to eat a little bit more, and we'd go on a trip. how that works so in order to have nice things you had to let him be mean did I mention when I found out that he was still seeing the married woman he was sleeping with before we got together I had a suspicion that they were still seeing each other when we first started talking but I couldn't prove it so I left it alone I found out that they were actually making plans and meeting up for lunch breaks and talking to each other through work phones and through Snapchat. And it's been going on for some time. And when I found out, he told me it was my fault and that I'm causing a scene and that I shouldn't be mad and that he's not going to give up his friends for me because they were around before me. Now I can understand that to a degree, but um, you expect me to be perfectly okay and comfortable and and not insecure knowing that you're meeting up with your sneaky link because there must be something going on between you two where you wouldn't give a damn about her and wanting to see her. But you kept reminding me this is my fault and my problems are mine. He shouldn't have to take responsibility for my insecurities. Isn't that some narcissistic bullshit? You mean to tell me that the way I feel about your actions and the disrespect that you're showing our relationship is my problem alone to handle? And that if I don't like it, I need to get over it. But in the meantime, I'm not allowed to comfortably go out to my friends, make a last minute trip to see my family, go to a fucking concert that you are also invited to go to. I can't come home five minutes late without the accusations that I am doing something sneaky. But I don't even know what I could possibly be doing sneaky. I don't even exactly know what the actual accusation is. I just know that there's an attitude and that it's not acceptable. So I'm not allowed to do these things because the way you feel. It's not okay for these things to happen and take place and for me to participate in anything that I enjoy because the way you feel. But I also have to be okay with you hiding a friendship of some sort and communications with somebody that you would go out of your way to sleep with 
can be secret with. Huh. Isn't that interesting? It's a bit hypocritical. But I couldn't say that. No, I couldn't say that to Bob because then that's a bigger fight and it would be my fault then too. You should never have to feel this way. Never. I'm getting mad thinking about all of this all over again. I don't even know why I opened up this can of worms because I could go on forever, but what I am trying to say in all of this is even though it's a bunch of minor things, they weren't really so minor. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so what? You called my kid names. It's not okay. Okay, first of all, it's not okay. No adult should talk to a child that way. And what kind of fucking mom was I to put up with it? That 40-year-old man stood maybe five feet away from my, at then, 10-year-old, 11-year-old, and told him that he was a piece of shit. He would amount to nothing. He will be in prison all of his life like his father. He is nothing but a disappointment. Now, I turned my attention to him, and we got in a huge argument about it. But I stayed, and I shouldn't have. That wasn't the first and the last time he did that. The last time he did it, though, about the third time he did that, that was enough. And that would not a lot of things. He, he got pretty snippy with my one of my other kids. Referred to them as a little bitch. And at the same time turned on me and said that I was a piece of shit. I can't do anything right. So what's next? Verbal abuse? Check. The emotional abuse where we are all on eggshells. And it's not just me, it was my kids too. We're all on eggshells. Everything had to be to his standards. Everything had to be in his way. Everything had to be on his time, his agenda, and the way he liked it. And if it wasn't okay, then fuck us. We can pack up and leave, but where are we going to go? Now, here's the kicker. When I did pack up and leave, oh, I got hell for that too. You shouldn't have left. Well, how many times are you going to tell me to get the fuck out before I actually get the fuck out? What the hell do you want from me, dude? So, mental abuse? We got that covered too. There was some conflict, some type of argument and debates going on in his family with his, his parents, his siblings, and his older kids about the way he treats his youngest. And his youngest started repeating it. His youngest acted out at his grandparents and told his cousin, well, I'm like this because I'm verbally abused. That's, that's what his youngest son said to his cousin when he was being disrespectful at his grandparents' house. My dad abuses me, so that's the way I act this way. <laughs> and everybody was quick to say, oh no, Bob doesn't abuse his kids. Bob isn't mentally abusive and verbally abusive. They said that to make the child feel stupid. They said that to punish the child. I don't think that was the correct way to handle that. This is that Bob is in fact mentally abusive, verbally abusive, emotionally abusive. And that child is obviously confused. He's repeating what he has heard by his outside of the home, by his older sister and some of his other siblings and family members. But now he is being told that he is not emotionally abused, verbally abused, mentally abused by his father. He can't win either way, can he? That's some bullshit. I'll never, I'll never get over that. Mind you, this was a few years back, but it's just something that haunts me. Like that kid's gonna be fucked up when he gets older. 
I got out. I got out. I told my friends, I need out. I need to move. Now. And they said, okay. Four of my friends, well, three and one of their boyfriends, which is just, I'm just as grateful for, stopped what they were doing. We picked a day. They called off work, canceled their plans, U-Haul, made sure they drove their truck. And as soon as Bob left for work and my kids went to school, we got majority, like damn near all of my shit out and divided between four different towns. Didn't care where as long as I could get it back later and it was out of Bob's property. And then what was left was like a trampoline, one of my cars, my car that I couldn't drive because it's been in pieces and has two flat tires. But we figured it out a way, didn't we? We showed up another day that Bob was at work and my kids were at school and we tore down my trampoline and we aired up the tires on that car and jumped the battery and we got it going. <laughs> Put on old plates <laughs> just so I could get it off of his property and onto somebody else's and then I could figure out what to do with it after that. And I did. Got all my shit out. I, I don't think I've ever felt so loved. I don't think I've ever felt so grateful and so appreciative. I did the day that my friends came together to help me get out of that, that fucking asshole's house. That was amazing. It really was. <laughs> and once I got out, <laughs> I stayed on my mom's couch for like a week. My poor kids, I had to take them to school and my dogs and deal with them and this, that, and the other. But it was like a week and I already had another place lined up like and that landlord wasn't taking no for an answer I wasn't taking no for an answer I pretty much was moving my stuff in before I even signed my lease papers and got the keys I didn't care we broke in through the bathroom window and we're here now oh my gosh and Bob was pissed he was blowing up my phone he said you shouldn't have fucking left well yeah I'm leaving like are you kidding me and then he did the whole, well, nobody will ever love you the way I love you. Excuse me? I'm sorry, man, but I think you're wrong. Because I'm pretty all right. I work hard. I do. I work real hard. I raise my kids. I take care of a good home. I'd make an amazing wife someday. I have a $900 wedding dress in the back of my closet that I could have worn for him. But fuck him. Fuck all that. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life walking on eggshells and glass. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life not having an opinion. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life, my life collecting nice gifts and having flowers, beautiful flowers, and pretty vase just to be quiet and just to look at his friends and let his friends belittle me and not enjoy my own, and not see my own family. I would have spent more time with my grandparents before they passed if it wasn't for him. I would have went to my favorite concerts before the venue got burned down. I could have had so many more memories with my friends and my family members, with my kids, if it wasn't for him. On the flip note, I wouldn't have been able to support my kids' Christmas and my kids' school clothes and school supplies like I did that year if it wasn't for him. And it was because of those things that I felt like I had to put up with them. 
that I had to do, that I had to be quiet and put up with the shit and do damage control. And I can't express that enough. I felt trapped. I did. But it is amazing. I'm telling you, it is amazing what you can do when you finally just get up and go. It is amazing how hard and awesome you can be and how strong you can be when you just do it. I have people tell me all the time, okay, I don't know how you how you work two jobs and maintain a household and raise three kids. I don't know how you do it. Well, let me tell you, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. You don't think about it. You just do it. And I worked just this hard while living under Bob's roof, but I was more mentally drained because I felt like I couldn't be me. I couldn't love me. I had to love him and only him while he was loving himself. Someone said, DMK, that's a narcissist. I'm like, what the fuck? I've never heard the term or really paid attention to it until after him. Then I looked it up. And now I see that word being thrown around all the time. I'm seeing memes about it, videos about it. There's a fucking webinar. There is a free webinar where you can sign in and they'll give you notifications on like the classroom on how to co-parent with a with a narcissist, which is pretty interesting because I low-key believe that my daughter's dad is also on the narcissistic panel. And I have, I've been reading some shit. I've been paying attention to some shit. And also, you got to keep in mind some of the shit that's out here, especially like on social media, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, about narcissists and how to handle them. You got to take some of that stuff with a grain of salt because you got to remember some people are creating that shit and posting it too. And they are not licensed psychologists. I'm certainly not. But from my personal experience and some of the things that I am dealing with, I will share that. But I, I will be the first to say I am not, I am, I do not have a degree in this shit. I just have some, I just have some reflecting, I guess, and some, some stories. And if you've gone through anything like I have, or if you are going through something like this, where you have no voice, you feel like you're surrounded by people who look down on you, like your walls are caving in. The things that makes you happy, the things that you enjoy have become minimal, as if they're just out of reach, as if they are not allowed. If you feel that your opinion is muted, if your sleep is irrelevant, if you are in the shadow of somebody else, if you are on eggshells, if you have to live in the wrong while they're in the right, it is time to go. Because you are worth more than that. And there is no amount of of fabricated love and sugarcoating that somebody can do for you to make that time worth it for you. You have to remember, again, at the end of the day, who do you have to fall back on? I mean, really, you. Nobody can love you better than you. So, fuck off, Bob. Bob.